Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. Um, yeah, I've had many, many daily conversations with him, and he's a fighter. He doesn't, he doesn't look at it that way. He looks, he came here to help lift an organization, and that's the way he looks at it. He's very hard on himself, as most great players are. And the whole question, even I asked the team, asked myself, asked ourselves, what can we do better to go win that game? And the answer is multitude of things. So um, that's never really come up. You know, that's not a woe is me and feel sorry for yourself. What can we do to get better is the way he approaches everything. And like I said, he's very, I mean, that, that cat now works, he's very hard on himself. What can he do better? And not just on the field, but lead, lead guys. And uh, that's why he's going to be a great player here. The question that has been asked so many times, how is quarterback Trevor Lawrence handling losing when he has never lost like this before? Well, worried about the team, not really worried about himself. As the Jaguars drop to 2-9 and nine on the season and lose to the Atlanta Falcons 21-14, to 14, a game that we all said, okay, if you play well, you have a chance to win. They didn't play well enough. I think he's probably tired of losing. I yeah. mean, you heard Josh Allen say it <laughs> yesterday. I, I, mean, I saw all the people leaving the stadium last night with the, the same look on their face. I think everybody's tired of losing. Yeah, yeah, it should and, be. And uh, why would the quarterback be any different? Mm-hmm. I think mean, Trevor is, is handling it as well as he can. He, he is uh, not criticizing anybody else, which I wouldn't expect him to. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he's learning to say the right things in press conferences. I think the last couple he has shown afterward that he's sort of tired of saying the same things. Yeah. And he's tired of the situation, and uh, he's clearly emotional. And you know, it's uh, they're two and nine, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fully I mean, aware. and yeah. I think that <laughs> it was sort of what Trevor's feeling when he talks about it. it's what Urban's feeling. And it was tough to watch at times yesterday. Yeah, and it's it's kind of everyone's in the same boat. Josh Allen said the same thing. He's tired of giving the same answers. We're tired of asking the same questions. You're at the point of the season where you you're at the point. What do you say? We're at the point where you've figured it out. Yeah. You know what they are. They are a team that, you know, frankly isn't good because if you're good, you're not behind. They have been behind by double digits nine times out of, out of 11 games this year. They have been behind by, double dig- by 17 or more points the last three games. Credit them greatly, Indy, yesterday, with having the guts and the want to to fight back. But you're not going to win very often when you're not a potent offense. When you're down double digits, they actually won one of those games, Brian, Miami. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, there is no formula for this team, but that sure ain't well, it. Be- and before you get to big things, by the way, is that hazelnut in your coffee that I smell this morning? It's a little, it's a little yeah. uh, caramel yeah. vanilla. Yeah, that's cream. a positive. Well, yeah, it's, it's giving a little holiday feel in here. Um, you said <laughs> we know what it is. I thought I knew what it was. I thought this team could play good defense and would be able to stop the run. Well, they can unless there's a wide receiver running, evidently. Well, Amen, brother. I mean, it's, I, listen, what, and that's where this team is, and I'm not going to go too far down the road because that's what my hot take is, but you think you know. And then you don't. But you don't. Yes, ain't that the truth. And you never will. Nope. <laughs> oh, I hope we will. Please let us find out. Please. Big thing one is big mistakes. Turnovers and special teams penalties took a close game and just absolutely opened it up in the second quarter for a team with – very little to no margin for arrow. Those can't happen if you want to have a chance to win. Jawan Taylor's holding penalty inside the Falcons' five-yard line and Nevin Lawson's late in the game were incredibly costly and cannot happen. Big thing, too, is 
defense. Hello, defense. Where was it? Brian, you alluded to it. Hello. This defense we thought we could count on. Where is it? This defense that played so well against the Bills and the Colts. They couldn't stop the number 30 in the league rushing attack and had nearly 100 yards of rushing and two touchdowns in the first half. That was the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan wasn't a factor at all, and they just couldn't stop the run. Hence why Josh Allen is very frustrated. I mean, any loss is a is definitely just a bad feeling, especially like uh, it's just you know it's not a good feeling right now, man. And uh, man, we sick and tired of it, and we just trying to figure out what the hell, you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, can't really answer that one. Just it's, you know, just tired of it. Yeah, the question was, Josh, how are you feeling? And that was the answer for that. Big thing three is tracking Trevor like every Monday morning. Really off the mark yesterday against the Atlanta Falcons, throwing high and behind receivers, had an interception, and he's left asking, how can this offense improve for the next six weeks? Yeah, it's frustrating. Our defense two times has put us in a situation to go win the game and haven't been able to do it. Um, So we just got to get better and go make those plays in, in the biggest moments. And I know we can do it, uh, but we gotta, got to go do it. And that starts with me and staying on schedule, even in the two minute, you know, it's tough when you get in third and fourth and 10. Um, so, you know, we gotta, we gotta get better at that, but we're gonna get some more opportunities and just, just keep working for when you do get it to go and execute and, and go win the game. And that is it, big things. Let's go back to big thing too, because I think that's the biggest question on everyone's minds. You could argue the offense is the biggest question, but the defense. Hello, the defense. Not a question, Shalane. Where did yeah. it go? Well, and look, <laughs> what was the most frustrating part? What was the most frustrating play of the game for you defensively? Can you recall? I think it was just the first half as a whole. Cordell Patterson, they just couldn't stop him. And Got that him. was the equation. Um, There's a specific one I'm thinking of, though, and when I say it, you'll be like, of course. I probably won't be. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd go with Shalane. The, Cordell, Pat- the uh, Cordell Patterson inability to get off the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of anything else that was one play that stands out. Roy Robertson Harris gets his sack, right? Well, yeah. On second down. And all of a sudden it's third down and eighteen. Third and eighteen. They get more pressure. And the ball comes out to Mike Davis and he goes for eighteen yards and a first down. Yeah, that's then me. Patterson came back yeah. on the next play and it was Patterson Patterson touchdown, right? But that one play where you have the moment and that's where that here's a term that we used a lot years ago, killer instinct comes in. You thought, okay, let's go. You got him deep. Now you got a chance here. And they let him go. And that was when I realized this defense was going to struggle. Well, I'll I'll uh I'll disagree and agree with you at the same time. Uh, Sounds familiar. That particular play seemed to me kind of fluky because Ryan sort of edged outside the pocket and then found a receiver and and he got it. You know, it, I didn't think anybody, I didn't think anybody made a bad play on that as much as the Falcons just sort of you know stumbled into third and thirteen. I mean, the fact that right after that, bam, 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 and then when Roy Robertson Harris uh, launched and got the penalty oh, on yeah. the next drive, the bam on the next drive. Oh yeah. Well, it all if fell this apart defense fast. wants to be what it thinks it is, then after you give up third and thirteen, you stop them. And they did that in the second half after the Nevin Lawson hold. They got that stop. It was better then. But the adversity handling in the first half, I think, was what disappointed me more because as soon as they had a play go against them, mm-hmm. boom, Cordero Patterson's they off. They fell apart. And, yeah. yeah. you got to win third down and 13. Yeah. I mean, you, if you are going to be the kind of defense that I thought they were, they were rounding into form with Roy back in the lineup, 
uh, and the way that Josh Allen had been playing of late. And, of course, Tyson Campbell gave you a performance yesterday that you've been waiting to see. I mean, those things all should build up to a defense. Matt Ryan was nowhere near the Matt Ryan I remembered. If you stop Cordell Patterson, you win that game. Mm -hmm. um, but he made just enough to throw this defense off kilter and made me think, what, what did I see? Yeah. What did I see against the Bills? What did I see against the Seahawks in the second half? What did I see against the Colts in three quarters of action? Uh, you wonder if they were focusing so much on Kyle Pitts. And they did a nice job on Kyle Pitts. Yeah. But uh, Cordell Patterson, I mean, or Cordero Patterson, uh, I will I will say the man's name correctly yeah. because he Nobody darn does. well earned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, are we on to big thing three? Sure. Here's what I want to know, and I don't think we will know about Trevor Lawrence this year because they're not going to say it. I get what Schlin said at the top, the high passes, the timing off, the inaccuracy. I think the million-dollar question on Trevor right now, how much of this inaccuracy is because the receivers and he have not worked together at all. Uh, the receivers are struggling, the pressure of that. I don't think he's a naturally inaccurate quarterback. I have got to think that a lot of it is receivers being two yards off the, off the level he's expecting. Then there's the counter thing, okay, that happened this last play, now I'm supposed to throw it here, and mm -hmm. it gets confusing, and, and, they're, and they're just not in sync. I've got to believe that it's more not being in sync than it is the inability to throw an accurate ball. I think that's... And they're really covered a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think, first of all, the multitude of receivers, the lack of speed. I, I'm leaning in the air in, in the direction of we won't know yeah. until they over, radically overhaul this receiving core. Yeah, because you look at that fourth down play, the final play of the game, the offense is driving, and Trevor Lawrence, it looks like an underthrown ball. But then you go back and watch, and it almost looks like LaVisca Chenault ran the wrong route. But you're not going to, in right. post-game, ask, hey, did LaVisca run the wrong route? And they're going to be well, like, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, You're it, never going to know. And they're always going to say, well, it's miscommunication. Well, On who? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, but again, I don't think we'll know that. I guess – credit to Trevor Lawrence and the coaches that we won't know that because they're not supposed to tell us that because you don't throw receivers under the bus if that's what's happening. Yeah. I my guess is like Brian said, it's a combination of both. I would lean toward a lot of it being uh you know, just the lack of in syncness, if that's a word. And it's, and it's not a word, Schlein. But we, yeah, the miscommunication, you could just yeah. group it as that. And that's true. You look at the success that Mac Jones is having mm -hmm. up in New England, yeah. and you see who he's throwing to, um, and you realize that a more cohesive group of receivers with some ability to get open uh, down the field would give him more chances like Mac Jones is having right now. Yeah, and you're not asking for well, three, three, three Odell Jones. Beckhams. Yeah. He's playing really well, but the way that they're asking him to play this year, he's playing, he's playing perfectly within their system, mm -hmm. and they brought in players. They spent money on uh, more than these guys – Probably wanted to on a couple of tight ends, um, but they have given him some options and he's taking advantage of it. I would like to think that that's what Trent Baalke and Urban Meyer mm -hmm. will focus on. Yeah, strike I, I don't have to think they will focus on it in the offseason to give Trevor the same sort of benefit that Jones is having in New England. And he's playing really well for a team that's surging. Yeah, just so we can have an honest assessment yep. of the quarterback. We're not asking for much around here, right? <laughs> I'm asking for a lot, but in that realm, <laughs> that. that. And that is big things when we come back on the Jaguars Digital Network. Some highlights from yesterday's loss to the Atlanta Falcons.
Jags Drive Time is brought to you by TIAA Bank. Turn potential into progress. And by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. That sound is every driver's worst fear. How much will the repairs cost? Is it your engine, your transmission, or worse? A car breakdown could cost you thousands to repair, but not if you have CarShield. CarShield administrators pay your claims directly to the mechanic or dealer of your choice, saving you time and money. Call CarShield today before your next breakdown. Call 800-471-1223, 800-471-1223. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. ViStar Credit Union, do good, bank better. Visit ViStarCU.org slash join, insured by NCUA. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. We're back Monday, Jaguars Drive Time, presented by Car Shield. Back with some highlights from yesterday's loss, the Atlanta Falcons. We're going first quarter. It's the second offensive drive for the Atlanta Falcons, and here's where we start to see the run defense struggle. And he was able to get rid of it, get the first down. Here's Cordero Patterson, gaping hole on the left side, and Patterson out of bounds with a first down at the Jaguar 48. And he's been battling that ankle injury this last week. Goldman in there now. Good run by Wayne Goldman, the former Giant, into the secondary. On first down, Patterson again, trying to chug to the outside, diving for the pylon, touchdown, Atlanta! A quick 7-0 lead for the Falcons, and this stat is just scary that the Falcons were outscored 68-3 the past two weeks against the Cowboys and the Patriots, and it shows how very far you are away from some of these teams in the league right now. Brian. That was a big storyline before the game, would he even play, because yeah. he had an ankle injury. Um, well, he played. Oh yeah, he played. <laughs> and and if, if the ankle hadn't been healthy, you know, the Jaguars win that one going away, because he was their offense. Yeah, Name absolutely. another player that beat them yesterday uh the kid who caught the other touchdown pass that's one you get my <laughs> they could have handled that too right they don't beat them. yeah no i was watching your pregame show on the video board and fred taylor said you know the offensive weapons the wide receivers aren't really a worry nope patterson focus on him you win the game and i thought ah, yeah. oh, fred you're so smart well and I, I thought that that and we talked about it, it was big because i thought that um kyle pitts yeah would be a guy that would be a a, a matchup nightmare and he really wasn't although mm-hmm. he had two catches and both of them came at opportune moments for the Falcons. Yeah, they did a nice job on him for the yeah, most part and, they did. Uh, cordell patterson the next factor and, and as josh allen, i'm sorry cordero patterson is an x factor and uh as josh allen said after the game it's two weeks in a row they've gotten burned by that concept mm-hmm. uh it's coming until you make it stop coming. Mm-hmm. All right, 7-0. to zero. Offense gets the ball back, and this has been a theme. All right, offense, we need you to do something. Just don't turn the ball, ball over and make it happen. And stacking 
completions early in the game, and he's done that so far. Second down, Lawrence with backside pressure, able to step away, looking deep into coverage, and it's intercepted and out of bounds. At the one goes to Ron Harmon. Don't panic, it's all gonna work out. It may not be this week or next week. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, that's great advice, you're right, Troy Aikman. 0-11 in his career in his first year as a starter. Ball pops out at the end of this Robinson run. And it's going to be Atlanta football at the 12-yard line. This is Cordero Patterson right up the gut. And Cordero Patterson into the end zone for his second touchdown of the first half. We talk about the no margin for error. Back-to-back -back turnovers certainly well, ain't it. Right, and, and so... What's, mi what's missing from this is obviously it stinks you get no points near midfield, but you pin them deep, you got a chance, you get the ball back, and they, they did that. The defense performed. However, Laurenti McRae, who was brought in here five years ago to be a special teams captain, who is known as a special teams player, jumps offside on fourth and two, right? And so instead of getting it cost him 40 yards. Yeah. Right. Instead of getting the ball near midfield or Jadon Mickens getting a chance to yeah. give you something. So, you know, so then you're getting. Not to interrupt you, Ryan. Yeah, no, go ahead. Remember the concept earlier we talked about the adversity. Yeah. The play after the, the Laurenti McCray offset. The Laurenti McCray right. offset. I'm good with names. Um, By the way, the, our buddy Kevin Kugler screwed up Patterson's name, too. The, well, me and Kevin go way back. The, uh, <laughs> the play after the. They hit it all the way to the 40 yard. McCray, yeah. Cordell Patterson up the gut, boom, 27 yards. Yeah. That was too much of a theme yesterday. Adversity, bang. And then after the fumble. They, the defense holds again. They do the field goal, and everyone remembers now. You know, here's Roy Robertson Harris getting called for unsportsmanlike conduct. You can't climb up a player and try to get more leverage, and he did. Which they fans get, the ball get back. mad at that call every time it's against their team because it seems so weird. Yeah, but, but it is a call they will always it call. It is designed for known they are always rule. player safety. They're and trying to keep special players. teams guys know that is always an emphasis. Well, they're looking right at it right. in the middle of the line. It's, you can't get away with missed. it. You're not going to get so, away with it. And I, it's player safety. Right. Fans get angry at it, oh but those guys know that it's the rule. But then just like that, very next play, they get the ball at the 12-yard line, and he goes right up the gut. It was... It, ugh. Follow the rules. Yeah. Dang it. Damn's the rules. <laughs> All the way to the third quarter. It is 21-3 at this point. Offense needs to do something here, and they do, but it wasn't enough. Defense took off and the receiver on first and goal. Tavon Austin, leaping grab, got the toes in for his first touchdown since 2019. <laughs> Try for two, little confusion on the Falcons' defense. Lawrence trying to take advantage, he does. James <laughs> O'Shaughnessy put two more on the board, and the Jags within 10 late in the third. That was a positive. Awesome to see James O'Shaughnessy back contributing for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and he doesn't make you a contender, but he makes you a better football team. Mm -hmm. And he's the kind of guy that you can depend on. I just have always admired the way that he plays the game because he's tough and he's willing to do whatever you ask him to do. And boy, would it have been nice to see him for an extended time with Dan Arnold. Sounds like Dan Arnold's out. I, I don't know the extent of Dan Arnold, Arnold's industry injury, but uh, that would have been nice to see and uh, Tavon Austin almost took out our boy Ebb here. So he did. That was, uh, I wanted to say you know, that. Everett uh, who works in our video department. Good agility showed him. Yes he, he had the eyes ready to rumble. You wanted to see a fellow Sullivan take it huh? He if, saved a very that expensive was me, camera. 
oh my gosh, there'd be an ambulance called. I wouldn't be on the show today. He would have just ran right into me because yeah. I just wouldn't have gotten up. Yeah, you've been all over ESPN and the yeah. NBC show last night. And flowers and that. cards from people all yeah. over the country. Maybe some money, too. Maybe a nice <laughs> check. You know what? Maybe I'll make that happen. <laughs> go stand and wait to take one on the chin. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to our JA offensive lineman of the game. We're going to credit Brandon Linder, not for the ability of the team. The offensive line didn't play particularly well last game, but fighting back to get back in that lineup after dealing with that injury. So credit to him and credit the frontline team of the game. The Jacksonville Jaguars like to thank JA's frontline teams for all they do to help our community thrive. Please help us recognize JA's frontline team of the game, representing the 2,000 employees who work hard to serve you each and every day. We'll be back on Jaguars Drive Time. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle, and Baptist Health, changing health care for good. It's a fact. All cars will eventually break down. If you have CarShield, you can protect yourself from the high cost of auto repairs. And they're America's number one auto protection company. Your transmission, engine, and car's computer system are all covered. Get the ultimate vehicle service protection. Call CarShield now at 800-471-1223. That's 800-471-1223. Want to see the Jaguars take on the Tennessee Titans on the road? Here's your chance. Ravente Cognac and the Jaguars are teaming up to send one lucky fan and a guest from Duval to Nashville for the big game. Enter now at jaguars.com slash trip for your chance to win round-trip flights, lodging, and game tickets courtesy of Ravente Cognac. No purchase necessary. Must be 21 or older to enter. Follow Ravente Cognac on social media at Ravente Cognac and visit ReventeCognac.com today. Hi, folks. Frank Franzi here to tell you where to find the most authentic Southern pit barbecue in all of Jacksonville. That's right, Bono's. For 72 years, Bono's has been smoking real pit barbecue right here on the First Coast. Smoked for hours, served in minutes, and always cut to order. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field. Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. If you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. Call CarShield now if your car is out of manufacturer's warranty. Don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer repairs. Call CarShield. We're back, Jaguars drive time. It is Monday. It is time for Hot Takes. Brian Sexton, you're up. Yeah, you know, when you have a rookie quarterback, um, you hope that by the time you get to the end of November um, that he's starting to play well and the team is playing well around him. And it doesn't appear that's going to happen. No. Um, this team has scored five touchdowns in its last five games. And as John has pointed out, there hasn't been a meaningful touchdown scored. Uh, in other words, when you haven't trailed by double digits in, what, six, seven weeks? Uh, since the Miami game. Okay. So that goes back to October 17th. Yes. So about six weeks. Um, they're not playing well. On either side of the bowl, all of a sudden, they're not playing well. And you're going to L.A., then to Nashville. And you have the Colts coming here at the end of the year. And they'll, based on their loss yesterday, they'll probably need to keep winning, right? So, so you, 
there's not going to be an opportunity for this team to get into a groove. At least I don't see it right now. And, and that's what my regret for the season is because you hoped that at the end of the year you'd start to see this. Mm-hmm. And at times we've seen this, but now the defense is doing this and the offense is not there. And you wonder if you can have some momentum. It's a crazy word because momentum doesn't care from year to year, but some enthusiasm, some excitement, some, hey, wait till next year. Yeah. That's, that's what this year was about. Wait till next year. Now it's going to be, what are you going to fix with it? Yeah. You know, how are you going to get that done? Look at all the work we have to do in the offseason. Yeah, so that yeah. surge that I was so hopeful we would see at the end of the year does not appear to be forthcoming. No. Well, it, it's hard to surge in this league right now when you can't score points. And I get the defense didn't play well yesterday. And I, I, to me, I, there were some signs of here we go again with the defense. I mean, meaning when you don't respond the play after a bad play you you get the sense that there is a sense among the players of what do we have to do to stay in this game and then after the big play happens then you sort of come back and you play hard and and they got back in it so I'm you know I I don't know that they weren't wanting it I do know that they wanted it but there's that human nature thing of we just got gun we just got gun punched again Mm -hmm. um so if you can't score, it's hard to surge. And I think that's what they're dealing with right now. Indeed. And my hot take, I don't, again, I'm not, my takes are never very hot. It's like, that's I have a, been a trend lately. I have a toaster at home and my, and my wife keeps it on like the light and I always <laughs> have to push it back up. My takes are sort of that light toast. Like um, hazelnut coffee as opposed to dark roast. Caramel coffee. Um, <laughs> but. They're clearly, from listening to, to Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer yesterday, they are clearly going up-tempo oh, on yeah. offense, and they are clearly going to go more RPO. I'm fine with the up-tempo. The RPO scares me. Um, they're going to do it, and I know Trevor Lawrence is better at that right now than he is standing in the pocket. What concerns you about the RPO is exposure to injury, and I do wonder if long-term Trevor Lawrence is going to be an RPO quarterback in this league. Um, He may be. He may do well in this. I'm just an old-school guy. Injuries at the quarterback position scare me. I hope that that doesn't happen, Uh, and I hope they get the improvement they're looking for. I don't like it. Um, I, I mean, I think there are some guys who run the RPO really well, but they're like Kyler Murray yeah. uh, and Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. We're talking about elite runners of the football. Um, I think he's good. I don't think he's elite. I don't think that. I don't think that's the kind of game that you want to play with a six foot six quarterback. You want him to be a pocket passer. You want him to be your Peyton Manning, right? Um, I, I don't like it, and I, I don't think that it. I mean, it may make it look better right now, right? But I don't think it's the best long-term solution, and I think that's why we haven't seen it to date. Mm-hmm. And my sense it... is they'll balance it. I, I don't see them coming out and being all RPO all the time. I sense that they'll mix more in. Uh, I just You um, want him healthy going into yes. the offseason. You don't want him having to go and rehab something. Yeah, and it seems to, to be just putting a Band-Aid on a problem. It's going to look a little better maybe the next couple of weeks, but especially we're hearing about Dan Arnold and a potential injury more blockers that you won't have on the field. Yeah, it's it's hesitant. It makes you nervous for sure. It's it's risky. Yeah. With a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and especially at the point of the season that you're in. Which is why you don't see many people in professional football use the RPO. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? Only el- the elite quarterbacks in terms of mobility. Right. All right. So I am 
in the stands in home games doing video board stuff. So I mingle with the Jaguars fans, and it is very eye-opening when you hear just the theme of what Jacksonville thinks of this team right now. And I had a fan come up to me, and he goes, doesn't it seem like the penalties the Jaguars get are just dumber than other teams? I was like, you know what, Frank? You're right, because it's true. You look at this Roy Robertson-Harris penalty, a leverage infraction when the rule is so clear, don't do this. And they do it anyway. And the Falcons get a touchdown out of it. There are so many penalties the past couple of weeks that make you just hang your head and your hands and wonder, why is this happening? Am I wrong for thinking this? Because no. Frank, I think he's right in the stands. Was it really Frank? Did it he have was. a name tag on? His, I asked him. Okay. I said, Frank, you're right. They are dumber you know, than the other teams. It's not just limited to penalties, yeah. right? I'll give you an example. With 8-17 on the clock in the fourth quarter yesterday, the Jaguars had it first and goal at the six-yard line. Over the next minute and 19 seconds, down to 6.58, they ran one play and used a timeout. Now, you're down at that point by double digits. It's two scores all the way. What are you doing letting more than a minute and 20 seconds come off the clock? You've got to be more aware than that. And you can say, well, it's a rookie quarterback. Well, yeah, but you've got veterans out there, and the coaching staff knows how to do this. What are we doing letting a minute minute 19 come off the clock? Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was dumb right? You've got to play smart football. Smart football is clock management. It's game awareness. It's understanding the rules. It's all of those things. And this football team with no margin for error has got to play the smartest football they're capable of. Yes. And they're not. There's so many moments where it's, oh my gosh, I feel like I do this four times a game. This is my go-to. Yeah. I try to hide. Here's what's interesting about the penalties. There actually weren't that many yesterday. But the ones that were, were, oh my gosh. Well, and they were... And they were critical, as Urban said in the press conference. And I had forgotten about the Nevin Lawson penalty at the end oh, of the game. Oh, it took more than a minute and gave, uh, gave it back to the Falcons. Yeah, and I had forgotten about that one, but you had three penalties on the defense. As Urban correctly pointed out, that feels like a turnover, and they count them as a turnover. When the defense is coming off the field, and all of a sudden there's a penalty and they're walking back on, uh, I thought that was, I'd never heard, I never really heard a coach talk about that like that. But he's exactly right. That may as well yeah. be a turnover because of the gut punch momentum that it changes in the game. If Nevin Lawson doesn't have his arm wrapped around the receiver, doesn't get that penalty, right. they get them off the field right mm-hmm. there. Instead, the Falcons get another minute. How much more would that minute have, have helped at the end of the game? Probably, I don't say it's the difference between winning and losing, but it certainly might be the difference between giving it an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And how about Juwan Taylor? The holding penalty inside the five-yard line there, right? Crucial. You can't have that. My Apple Watch says to breathe. Even a minute of breathing can reduce your stress. So that must be a sign that I got to calm down on my hot take. That's a good little watch. <laughs> and that is hot takes on Monday morning Jaguars drive time. When we come back, some one to grow on here on the Jaguars Digital Network. That sound is every driver's worst fear. How much will the repairs cost? Is it your engine, your transmission, or worse? A car breakdown could cost you thousands to repair, but not if you have CarShield. CarShield administrators pay your claims directly to the mechanic or dealer of your choice, saving you time and money. Call CarShield today before your next breakdown. Call 800-471-1223. 800-471-1223. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes 
or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinder specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. ViStar Credit Union, do good, bank better. Visit ViStarCU.org slash join, insured by NCUA. Get ready for the best barbecue in the nation to be here in Jacksonville coming in December. The Jacksonville Barbecue Festival. Ten pitmasters, including Jacksonville's very own Bonos, are cooking up 30,000 pounds of meat. These pitmasters will even teach you how to be the master of your own backyard with live demonstrations throughout the weekend. Visit barbecuefestjacks.com. We're back, Jaguars Drive Time, Monday morning. Quickly, one to grow on, ending on a positive note this Monday. Brian. Yeah, um, James Robinson isn't himself. You could mm-hmm. see that. But he had a better day yesterday than he's had the last couple of weeks since he suffered that heel injury. And I think Brandon Linder was a big reason why. He created some holes in the middle. And it was it was clear that Robinson was more patient with Linder in front of him. Yeah. And so having Brandon Linder back hopefully will give them a more consistent running game. You're going to need it next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. I like it. Yeah, I kind of went with the obvious. I I, I was uh, uber impressed. That's one of those young kids who were uber impressed with uh, Tyson Campbell yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, credit him. As a rookie, has taken a lot of heat, uh, legitimate heat, earned heat, but a, a, a magnificent game, not only tackling, which they've always said he was really good at, uh, ball awareness. He had an interception where he uh, duped Matt Ryan into an interception. So, uh, if he's right, then you know, boy, do they need pieces. If he's turning into a guy that they've, you know, and again, credit Urban Meyer with this. He has supported this kid throughout about to say. when everybody was killing him uh, and said he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. So uh, it looks like he's going to be fine. I, because of COVID and not the way things are, I, I don't know Urban well enough to know his body language like I would a Coughlin or a Del Rio. But his body language, anytime he was asked about, Tyson Campbell has been strong. Mm-hmm. It has said, hold on, this kid is coming. Yeah. Uh, and so when he did yesterday, I thought that was a validation mm-hmm. of all the support that the head coach has given that young player. Yeah, I spoke to Tyson Campbell, I think it was three weeks ago, and he mentioned how he was definitely struggling with the confidence issue. And you now see the way he walks around this building, the way he holds himself, just a more confident version of him. People may not remember, he played for Patrick Sertan, the former Dolphin, with Patrick Sertan the second, Mm -hmm. right? At that uh, American Heritage High down there, you know it. Um, The kid is well-spoken, he's intelligent, and he has a football pedigree. Yeah. Uh, played at Georgia. So obviously, the, the, the upside potential is significant, and that's a great sign for this football team. It is. He said that Shaquille Griffin talked to him daily about just stop worrying about things and just start having fun. He yeah. said, finally, just starting to have fun with this, and you can for sure see it on the field. Sure. So credit him. Great game for Tyson Campbell. Not such a great game for the Jaguars, but we have summed that up in the past 30 minutes. Do you have one to grow on? Yeah, it's Tyson Campbell. I chose the same one. And that's why I chose Brendan Linder, because I knew you both would do that. We're high on him today. How could you not be on a Monday morning? No, clearly he's the one to grow on. I'll go with O'Shag then for mine. Okay. O'Shag. O'Shag. Which is kind of like O'Sure. 
Credit uh, to James Hunter for yeah. James Hunter for coming back. Yep. For continuing to come back through a lot of injuries. This, this kid has been through a lot and came back and made an impact yesterday. He's and I uh, set up the touchdown that he got the two point conversion off of. So. Oh shit. <laughs> Do you remember in 2017 when Robinson got hurt and I said they should throw to that guy more and you were like what? Now he's your fave, one of them. Well. Just keep it in perspective. He's a good football player, and you need, you need good guys football like that. players. Not a great football player. He's a good football player. Yes, he is. And that is Jaguars Drive Time on a Monday morning. Stay with us on Jaguars.com. Head coach Urban Meyer coming up on Jaguars.com Live. We'll be back here Wednesday morning on Jaguars Drive Time.